Corinthians. I, I may not preach much, just read fast, but there's something in here that <clears throat> I, I want us to face reality and, and see that it's in our everyday walk of life right here where we're at. And, I, and all of you know I've been saved 54 years and the changes that I've seen in people and the churches. And, and I know I ain't the oldest man alive. He's older than me that's seen more changes. But the things that, have, that, have, uh, that we've let go and, and how we've picked up on things that's not any benefit to us and how we let, how we let uh, easyism, we let, let the, the easy walk of life just uh, carry us away and just sit back in the comfort zone of our house and in our air conditioner or our heated room or sit back by our TV and let people die and go to hell that we could witness to. And I thought about the reason that we're no more spiritual today than we are. We're not in need. And uh, I thought and uh, we've been... Not, not as much as Butch has. Butch has been through several prisons, but we've been into prisons in different states, Tennessee, Mississippi, amen, and, and Alabama, and uh, glory to God, and, and North Carolina. And I see these people are in need, but I see this too, and I've talked to them one-on-one, -on -one, and I've had uh, talked to two different ones in prison this week. But I, I thought when you get out and get your freedom, Amen. Till ain't nobody to bother you, you go right back to the old past that you're in. When you're in need, when you're sitting in prison and I just got a, a small space and uh, you're limited and you're broke down and, and your heart's broken and you're sorry for what you've done. But the, as soon as we get uh, freedom and loot, and everybody don't, some, some continue to serve God. Some come into church in trouble and they continue to serve God after they get saved. But so many, when things works out for them and their little problems gets better, they're gone again. And I've had, I've had three, maybe four calls this week that problems, they've got problems and fear has come upon them and, and they're, they're in danger and some are even in danger of dying and and bleeding inside. So we, we want to come back to God. And we got uh, a call tonight there that uh, I, I don't come to church. I uh, hadn't seen them and I don't know when. But a need come into their life. And I thought about, glory to God, I need to serve God in my good time. And, and it come to me that, and I just said it, that I come into this world crying. But I need to come in shouting. I come into this world lost. Headed for a devil's hell, glory to God. And I can leave a child of God. I got something, Sonny, I had a shout about today. If I got sickness, if I got trouble, if I got breakdowns and things fall apart for me, I still got Jesus. I need to I have a smile on my face. I need some joy in my heart. I need to let the world know that I love God. And God has done something for me. I need to be excited about my soul salvation. Glory to God. And I just I thought about there maybe, and, and I talked to one of the nurses at the hospital, and she said, I will come visit you all. She, she, that was the last words I spoke to her. I will come visit you all. So TJ and Tiffany somehow or other had sowed a seed, glory to God. So she said, they will come. Church, how are we going to receive them? Yeah, right. Hey, if we ain't right with God, you can't receive nobody. 
You've got to be right with God. You can't pray for nobody. I know from experience. They've come to me and said, will you pray for me? I couldn't even pray for Bill, much less them. We're counterfeits today trying to live a life that we're not. Glory to God. And I'm going to preach it to you right here straight out of the Word of God. I'm going to read it fast. 1 Corinthians. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. And Sotheus, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, in them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus. This is to the church that was sanctified in Christ Jesus. Called to be saints. Amen. We ain't called to slumber and sleep. We're called to be saints. Glory to God. Amen. We are somebody today not to be beat down by the little things of this world and get our feelings hurt all over the place. Honey, we're, we're children of God. We're called to be saints of God, sanctified by the Word of God. With all that is in every place, call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. And the third verse said, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, I thank my God always for on your behalf. Paul bragging on them every bit he can brag on them. And I brag on you, church. I praise God for you. I hurt for you just like I do my sister and my own blood brother. Honey, I care for you. And when you got problems, I got problems. When I see you on the run and Satan running you around and you having problems and not understanding what the will of God is, it breaks my heart when I see us laying out of church, when I see us quit praying, when I see us quit having prayer request and praising God. Amen. It breaks my heart. There's nothing more exciting uh, to see our young people get up here excited uh, about the Lord Jesus Christ, honey. Uh, the world will take them back in a minute. The world will grab them up uh, and send them down a road of destruction uh, and make fun of their salvation and make fun of their grace and their church, uh, honey. But God will lift you up and give you strength if you'll only hold on out of what God has given you. He said, I thank my God always for you in behalf of the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. We've heard the people that have been enriched by God today and even uh, after Daryl's death back in July, amen, the people that are enriched by his uh, passion, by his, the life that he lived, amen, that he was able to give some good parts, amen, out of somebody down the road that maybe a lost man might live another few years, amen, and receive the grace of God. What a gift, amen, a man can give. And he said, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you so that you came behind in no gift. They had a testimony waiting for the uh, coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought, glory to God, this has been 2,000 years ago, and he's talking about them waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, honey, I, I, we're by far nearer than we was when we believed. Uh, honey, Jesus is soon coming back. This mess is not going to continue. Uh, this world is not going to continue to stand. Uh, America has turned their back on God. Uh, uh, we've got them in the White House that's still standing up for abortion, uh, uh, fighting against every move that's made that's the right 
right move. Uh, there's trouble on every land, and we've seen uh, wars and rumors of wars. America has been in wars, and we've seen it on TV and in our news where they're pushing them into holes, uh, amen, with bulldozers, amen, and God still let the earth stand. Uh, I'm going to tell you, the Jews have been treated awful, uh, honey, and it's coming till the people of God. God has showed me that this week, honey. Uh, I don't need to wear my feelings on my shoulder. Uh, I don't need to get hurt every time somebody don't like me uh, or every time I get a bad phone call and they tell me they don't like the message. Uh, I don't need to get all down faced, honey, when you don't smile when I praise the Lord, uh, when I preach the Word of God that God has given me. I don't need to give up. I don't need to back down. Uh, if my children don't like me, my wife leaves me uh, and the church throws me out, glory to God, uh, I still need to uplift Jesus because uh, He's grabbed me, He's fed me, He's took care of me. He, he's my heartbeat today. He's my everything. Uh, uh, glory to God, He's still taking care of the old man. Praise His holy name. I need to give Him praise. Waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus who shall also confirm you unto the end that ye may be blameless in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. He built them up and said, you can be blameless until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will lift you up. God is faithful on night first, who, by whom ye were called into the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. Think about an old sinner that wasn't nobody, an old drunk, Terry, a drug head, uh, an old cusser, an old adulterer, glory to God. Amen. And then that pretty little woman had never done nothing. She was lost and going to hell too. Amen. And he said, glory to God, God is faithful by whom you are called unto his fellowship. I praise God that a God from heaven, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ would call us into his fellowship and fellowship with us. Can I tell you something? And today the Christian people today have got so proud and haughty glory to God they can't fellowship one with another. We can't get out on the street corner and pray. We can't preach on the street. We can't testify in the cafe. Amen. We've got too big for our britches and God's going to bring us down. Honey, we need to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. Then we can have fellowship one with another. If they sin in our life, we're not having fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the word of God. That ain't what I think. And he said in the 10th verse, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the same by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you speak the same thing and that there be no division among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. And I thought about how Satan today is doing everything he can to step between the husband and the wife. Doing everything in his power to break them down. And if he can't break down mom and daddy he'll go to those children. And he'll do everything that he can to discourage you. We had one sitting here crying uh, Sunday morning. You know, it breaks your heart when your children won't obey. It breaks your heart when your grandchildren go astray. It breaks your heart, but can I tell you something? Honey, when we quit, when we begin to cry, when we throw in the towel and said, I'm not going on anymore, we give place to the devil, honey, and he's the one we need to be fighting against, glory to God. We need to stand up against Satan, lift up the name of Jesus. The only help that we've got is the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, For it hath been declared unto me of my brethren 
by them which are of the house of Cleo, that there are contentions among you. There's not a church anywhere, there's not a church anywhere that there ain't some contention. And there's divisions. And you say, well, it ain't me, it's us. It's us. I may be good today and tomorrow I've got division. Tomorrow I've got contention. Tomorrow I've let my feelings get on my shoulder. Let me tell you something, honey. To be a true child of God, we've got to clean this plate up. We've got to wipe these things out of our mind. We've got to quit listening to that voice that God has called and said, Will you help me pray? Satan is beating me to death. Honey, can I tell you something today? You're not in prison. You're in a free home. It looks like you're living a clean life. It looks like you're doing everything. But inside, Satan is beating you to death. Amen. You've got contention. There's nothing suits you. You're not happy. There's no peace with God. There's no testimony left in you. And there's no shout. Glory to God. In American churches today, we have lost our joy of our salvation. The old brother David, as great a man as he was, he said, God restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. There's joy in serving God. There's joy in knowing when you bow down to God. And it seemed like ain't nothing working out. And you can say, God, I need you. And then you can say, God, I was faithful. I went when I didn't feel like it. I went when they talked about me. I didn't throw in the towel, God. I went for you. I need you now. Well, glory be unto God. When he steps in and speaks and you see the prayer answered. Amen. And eventually your son walks out of the hospital. Oh, glory to God. We talked to... Janet and I talked to one this week, and her son will be getting out for long this year out of prison. But she said, I just don't have no confidence or no faith. You know, I ain't mine either. But I'm going to tell you something. I got some confidence in God. Amen. amen. If I couldn't bow down and believe that God's able, amen, to take an old sinner or an old drug head and turn them around, uh, bless God, I'd quit right now. Oh, God done something for me, honey. Oh, there's some of them old saints there in low gap, amen, that no bill was headed for hell, uh, that didn't talk to me much and didn't care much for me and didn't like the way I was living. But they went to church once in a while and bowed down and called old Bill's name. I'm glad today that the Holy Ghost power of God uh, I moved up on the scene and convicted my heart right in the middle of low gap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need more of Jesus today. Praise the name of Jesus. We're going to pray in just a minute. And he said in the 12th verse, Now, this I say that every one of you saith, I'm of Paul. We say I'm a Baptist, and this is a Methodist. I ain't going to have this, and you ain't going to do that, and we ain't going to fellowship. Bless God, you can't find two in the same church to pray the same prayer. Hello? I'm telling us the truth. Now this I say that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I am of Paulus, and I am of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified? Paul's writing this. Was Paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God. I remember going down to the creek over here on the little river. I remember my old pastor and his buddy there baptized me in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I come up a new creature. I looked at them rocks as a boy. I'd been in New River, in Little River over there and seen them old rocks many times. But when I come up out of that creek, amen, there was something different about them old rocks. There's something different about that hole up in Allegheny County. There's something now, and every time I go by them, my, my young ones, as they grow up, I say, right there's where I was baptized. Right there's where I was baptized. I remember when there was trees, and they cut all the trees off of that, and look, they done growed back. God has given me some time, amen, to see some trees grow and to remember the place, Andy, that we was baptized, the place of that God done the work that he done inside of. After saving us, God still done a work inside of. Too many today, and I'd like to preach this sometime, too many today get saved, but they never let the finished work of God finish up in their soul, amen, and we go away and we dry up. Let me go on. I thank God that I baptized none of you, but... Cephas and Gaius, lest they should say that I baptized in my own name. And I baptized also the house of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptized any other. 17th verse, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Man, God hit me with that. The cross of Christ has become of none effect. And I started out by talking about the boys in, in prison have a need. But out here today, we got insurance, we got doctors, we got hospitals, we got cell phones. We're not even worried about uh, when our wife goes to town. I used to worry myself death when Janet go to town and the old cars and bus belted tires, amen, and, and, and uh, not enough gas hardly to get there and back. But now you've got a cell phone and somebody along the way, every way to pick them up. I'm afraid the cross has become of none effect. Paul said he didn't speak it of a wisdom of man's words. Can I tell you today, the seminary has took God out of it. Hello, I need some more education. But I'm going to tell you, we've tried to figure out the plan no man will ever get the plan of salvation figured out. I've studied on it. I can't tell you how God saved my soul. I cannot tell you that I can't tell you the full shape that I was in when I bowed down around that commode, and I cannot tell you the full shape that I was in when I come up from that commode. I don't understand it. I went down the road. I was laying brick. Went by the right on by the house where I was laying brick on. Something had happened to me. I just didn't understand. And I still had the taste of an old hangover on Monday, just sicker than a mule. And it went right on down the road, and I wouldn't tell nobody. And finally, Wednesday, I said, I'm inside of me. It's like a fire shut up in my bones. I called four brick masons and three brick laborers together. I said, I got to tell you all something. I got saved. That's all I know. I got saved. They called a man's name and said, you'll be just like him in a little while. Right. It won't be long till you'll be back in the bar stool with us. They laughed at me. I'm glad today if they want to go, some of them are dead. Most of them are dead. Hello? I believe all of them's dead, but one. I got saved. It wasn't of man's wisdom, but can I tell you what we've done? I've been to church for the wrong reasons, and everybody else has. 
We went because of somebody or something that we wanted or done. But the cross has become of no effect to the church. And what I'm saying, we've seen so many stories on TV, in our storybooks. So much of our teaching in college and, and in our schools is not telling us about Jesus. So much psychology is telling us we don't need each other. Don't let nobody tell you you're it. You're it. I'm going to tell you something. I need telling. I need to know where I came from. I need to get off of my high horse. I need to realize my house can burn tonight. My wife can die with a massive heart attack before we get home. My children can be hurled out today. Honey, I don't have none of it. Brenda, I don't even have the next heartbeat. How quick was it, sis? As you was hugging Daryl, enjoying the beach, and he's gone. How quick does it happen? It's a waiting experience for us. The cross is of none effect. I went back and sat down in a chair and began to read that again after God got to dealing with my heart. And it's only a fairy tale that we come on Easter and he died and he was buried and he arose. Bless him, Lord. But it's of none of effect. But he's not big enough to heal cancer. He ain't big enough to take care of our problems. The cross has become of none effect. You know why I don't get healed no more than I do? I run to the doctor too quick. I don't trust God. I remember with no insurance and a little boy with problems just got saved. We had no money. We prayed, didn't we, Mama? I remember. Oh, glory be unto God. As a, the first year as a Christian, I couldn't tell you the number of things that tried to separate us from our church, Amen. tried to separate us from the doctrine that we were listening to, and how two doctrines raised up in the church, and, and how it was trying to separate us and mess our minds up. And I remember I had, I think it was 13 Boy Scouts, Butch was one of them. 13 Boy Scouts, and we got them dressed in their uniform and took them to church. And the revival, I was so proud to get the boys there for revival. And then false doctrine come out from behind the pulpit. That ain't the Word of God, it's man's belief. And I thought, man, I'm going to have to buckle up. I come up hard. I've got to buckle up. I've got to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wanting to see one of my boys saved. But they brought false doctrine. How many today, listen to me, you can't run to every church in town. You can't run to the church of your choice. If I could run to the church of my choice, I'd have missed Mount Vernon. Hello? Let me say that again. This wouldn't have been my choice of churches. But God said come. 
God chucked my tree. And an old home prayer meeting and the oil running off the, the elbows of the elders as they prayed for God to place me. Can I tell you something? This thing don't just happen. I'm not my own. I don't run off where I want to go and come back when I want to come back. Bless God, I'm God's. I'm saved by the marvelous grace of God. The cross has become of no effect. I'm going to tell you when we do what we want to do, the cross becomes of none effect to us. And if the cross is none effect, we can't get through to God. We can tell our children are saved, but are our children saved? Are our children saved? You say, Bill, I don't know nobody's got them any meaner than you. Sometimes I don't either. But it ain't God's fault. Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words. Can I tell you something today? The cross has become of none effect. That's true. Because we are wisdom of words. We have figured out all that God has got. We know everything that God is going to do. He can't slip nothing in on us. Because we're so intelligent. Jesus said himself, I don't even know when I'm coming back. Only God in heaven. It's our nature to put everything off to the last draw. But I'm asking you, this, this is from the Word of God. If you died tonight, do you know? Don't tell me your problems. Amen. Bring them to Jesus. Bring them to Jesus. Don't talk to me no different than you talk to the boys you work with. Bring it to Jesus. I feel like I hit a stump right here, and this God has sent this. With wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. When we bring it with wisdom of words, listen, we got great speakers. I worked with a man, Andy knows well who I'm talking about. And he told me plainly, he told me plainly when he found out I was a Christian, when I first went to work there, he said, I have read the entire Bible through 60-some times. 60-some times. He's meaner than a snake. He would out-cuss a sailor. He could have read it 60 more times than except he repented. It wouldn't have made any difference. I'm talking about wisdom, a man's wisdom. Let me read the rest of this. Let me read the rest of this, and I'll get out of the way. 18, for the preaching of the cross has come is to them that perish foolishness. You know why the church ain't full today? Because the cross is foolishness to them. It's so simple. Only the cross, only man has got to deny himself. Pick up the cross daily and follow Jesus. Why the church ain't full? 
It's because our wisdom and our knowledge has got us to where we're at. I'm going to tell you something. Honey, if you was out in the cold, if, if you was in Ukraine and didn't have no place to lay your head and had all you had in a little sack heading down the road, didn't know where you were going, I'm, I believe you'd stop somewhere along the line and cry out to a God. Are we going to have to wait till we get in that shape? Are we going to burn up the altar and pray? I don't care who quits or who starts. Pray till you get on and get a prayer through to God. We need at Mount Vernon to start getting some prayers through to God. Amen. Instead of playing games and wisdom and great speaking, we need to pray to God. I remember when I worked on the coast and I, I couldn't find a Baptist church. That was the coldest things I've ever been in. It was pitiful. I went in the First Baptist, Second Baptist, and the Free Will Baptist. Finally ended up in the Assembly of God. And there's an old woman once in a while. There's about 35 or 40. And I was a young Christian. Got saved in 68, and this was about 70. And every other week, I was down there at the church, and they took me right in. I told them what I was looking for. I said, I'm looking for a place to worship God. I, I just got saved, and, and, and I, uh, I'm away from home every other week. I, ne I need some help. And, Old preacher from Boone, amen. They took me right in, but that lady would get down beside of me, and I didn't know every word she said. But every once in a while, she gets praying in tongues. Mmm. I got me enough help to glory to God to go through another week till I get back to Low Gap. Had no idea what she said, but I believe she loved me. Amen. She didn't pray to be seen. She talked to God in her way. She wasn't talking to me. She's talking to God. And I felt like sometimes in my behalf. <laughs> Hallelujah for everybody that's ever prayed in my behalf. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And this is written, 19th verse, for it's written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. Can I tell you one day, neighbor, we're going to look back and say, I thought I knew it all. But the wisdom of the wise is destroyed. And will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent or that careful person. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Through the foolishness of preaching. And I'm going to tell you, America has got so big today. That's something I, I really saw in the, in the, when I was in Israel, and then I saw the, the, the reversal of it in Cuba when those people didn't have anything. I saw people where God had withdrawn his spirit from. And then I saw people that had come under communism, amen, and had to worship hiding out in, in church houses. And I saw the humbleness when they'd stand at the window and look in. And you couldn't hardly have church in Israel. I preached on the, there at Corinth on the Sea of Galilee on Sunday morning when we was over there. You know who was there? Us that was in the group. Didn't nobody else come. You know, when we went into the Garden of Gethsemane and, and, and done our communion, we didn't do foot wash, we just done communion in the Garden of Gethsemane, not in the Garden of Gethsemane, but the Garden Tomb. That's where I bought the little olive cups. But I thought, you know who was there? 
just our little group. When the kids come out in their pretty uniforms, not a smile on their face. Honey, we need our children to have something to be happy about. And it's Jesus. I found out growing up, the only thing that made me happy is Jesus. I tried several of them other things, but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm going to read the rest of this and I'll quit. But after this wisdom of God, the world, by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. 22, for the Jews required a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. We're Greek, ain't we? We're seeking after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified and to the Jews, it's a stumbling block. And to the Jews, a stumbling block, and unto the Greek, it's foolishness. So Paul said, here I am. It's a stumbling block to the Jews, and it's foolishness to the Greek. I bet he felt like throwing in the towel. But I bet he thought back on the road to Damascus. Amen. When the light shined from heaven and struck him blind. But unto them which are called both Jew and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. Let me just read all this. For we see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things, that's a bottom, that's low as you can get. Base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus who of God is made unto the wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that gloweth, let him glory in the Lord. And I tell you something today, we've made the cross of none effect. Maybe I can remember, and I wasn't a Christian, and I didn't go to be a Christian. I just went. But I remember the old saints of God enjoying the blessings of God. I can remember Little Liberty Church up here. And I believe I talked to one of the members today that they said they thought they had 22 Sunday. I can remember when the kids had no place to sit in that church. I can remember when they had no air conditioning and they'd raise the windows. People standing outside. I remember that in Logap. And you tell me they ain't a falling away? I know a bunch of them old saints is dead, but I'm going to tell you something. They didn't have a car to run to town every day. They didn't have all the goodies of this world. They didn't have all the fine clothes. And they sure didn't have all the knowledge. So many couldn't even read. So many preachers. We remember our, our brother... Uh, Golly, I forgot his name. They couldn't even read a newspaper. What was his name? Our old big preacher. Huh? Yeah, Riley Hensley. I mean, his belt buckle would come up about that far when he'd preach and his 
wrist right there was about the size of my leg. But he got saved, he said, in the, in the uh, mouth of a drift mine, an old mine that had been closed out. He didn't preach with man's wisdom. He preached what God gave him. My first pastor, Brenda's uncle, got saved. He didn't have clothes enough to come into the church. As a boy, crawled up under the church in old bib overalls. I heard him testify to it. Seventh grade education. God saved him. He didn't have all the fineries of the world. What, what God is telling us, what God told me sitting on the porch, we've got troubles coming. If we can't run with the foot soldiers, what are we going to do when the horsemen come? When the battles come, maybe we need to buckle up. Todd's going to stand in for Scotty. Need uh, somebody to stand in for uh, 